This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. The Cubby House is a show about two cub-identifying guys exploring the big and hairy issues in and around the bear community. This program is designed for a mature audience. It may contain adult themes, sex and drug references, and of course, coarse language. Listener discretion is advised. And welcome to the Cubby House on the 17th of June 2013. I'm Cookie. And I'm Kevin. And thank you very much to The Locker Room for another wonderful show. And might I say thank you very much to Vic Bears this year for another wonderful Southern Hibernation, particularly the contestants who brought their creativeness, uniqueness, nerve and talents to the competition. Oh, wait, that's a different competition. Oh, you're such a queen. I know. I'm sorry. Uh, unfortunately, I've also been exposed to a good dose of RuPaul's Drag Race this week to bide my time otherwise. However, for those who didn't go, we're going to give you a bit of an idea as to what happened because we will have the president all the way down from Brisbane himself, the Brisbane's president, Mr. Colin McHale, to join us in studio. And we'll also be joined by Pete Undy, who will have a discussion about judging and how they actually crown the winner of Mr. Australasian Bear. Wow, crown. That's such a wonderful word, Kevin. What? Crowning a bear. Mm, okay. I'm leaving that one alone. Are you being naughty again, Cookie? Well, no, I'll leave Nick to do that, who's returning to join us for Kink Corner. Uh, and we've got a little question for him, which will explain part of what he's not talking about later. <laughs> <laughs> God help us all. Okay, but we do have a discussion topic for tonight. Indeed. I would like to pose this question to you. What duties would you hold a Mr. Australia Bear winner? No, no, try that again. Okay, now that I'm actually looking at it, what duties would you hold a Mr. Australasia Bear winner accountable for? Check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash thecubbyhouse. Or you can catch us on Twitter at thecubbyhouse with hashtag CHproject. Joy 94.9, you're with the Cubby House. That was Unbreakable by Michael Mind Project. And I'd like to put a shout out to everybody right now. Stay tuned. We've only got two more shows to go here on the Cubby House. We are gearing up for next week. We're getting our all-stars of the Cubby House back to have one last dash on the microphones with us before we all hibernate back into what could be the dungeon studios or we might be going into a new facility altogether we will definitely be on hibernation for a while indeed so stay tuned next week at 10 o'clock for our all-stars cubby house however 
Another all-star currently joining us here in the studio for once is the Mr. Brisbane's president himself, Mr. Colin McHale. How are you? Good. I feel so important when you call me Mr. Brisbane president. It's like, oh, I've got a title. <laughs> and after this weekend, it makes it feel so much better. I feel important. Well, if you dragged up, I'd start calling you Mrs., but that's another story. Oh, uh, well, I, I mean, I just think I should say as well, if everyone could see Cookie's face during this, um, I'm not sure about the Miss title. <laughs> Cookie's faces during this. I think he takes the Miss title out. Uh, Talk about crowning. Now, um, we've got a quiz, don't we? We do. We do. And another famous man with a crown was the once known King Arthur. Really? That's the that's the segue you're going to go with? I am, because okay. I'm calling this game of the lesser-known knights. And of the round table, we know of Sir Galahad, who was well-known to being the Knight of the Holy Grail, or Sir Lancelot, the Knight of the Lake. But do you know about some of the other knights, such as the one of Scales, Fangs, and Coils, Sir Pent? Or perhaps the knight who was well-rounded and had no edges, Sir Cole? Oh, oh. oh, God. No, peanut gallery quiet. <laughs> oh, c- can't I talk about the largest knight at the at the round table who gained his size and reading too much pie, you know, circumference? Oh, See, Jesus. I told you. And thank you very much. Peanut, peanut gallery, gallery quiet. Yes. So I'm assuming there's actually a quiz in here somewhere. There is. There is. I'm going to give you, if you haven't worked it out, uh, a description or word and phrase that sounds like it could be a knight because it begins with the syllables sir. And to make it harder, it won't necessarily be always spelt with the letters S-I-R. Are we ready? Can I just say this doesn't fit the description of the quiz that Kevin gave me before? I'm most upset by this. I didn't even know what quiz there was, so I didn't give you no description, by the way. Now, Cookie, give us an example. I did. I gave you two. The nice who was well-rounded and had no edges. Circumference. Well, no, No. circle. Oh, no, that was yours. That was a peanut gallery. Yeah, peanut gallery's one. All right, so are we ready? Let's start with the Knight of the Three Rings. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna really feel, feel really stupid if this is really obvious. Uh, always paraded by some clowns and a woman Sir- with a whip. Three Ring Circus. Circus is the correct answer. Oh, circus. Oh. Thank you very much, Kevin. Uh, the Knight of Sneaky Observation. Surveillance. You oh. are correct again. Surveillance. <laughs> <laughs> He's got it this time. Uh, the Knight of Peaceful Inner Calm. Oh, come on. <laughs> Peanut gallery, be quiet. No. Whisper it to me so I can win one and don't sound so stupid Well, I'll, I'll give you a clue. Um, there was a, a series movie made from... Serenity. Thank you very much. Serenity. <laughs> cheat, 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 cheat. <laughs> the Knight of Beef and Lobster Feasts. Beef and Lobster. Pick me, teacher. I'm ever so smart. No, Peanut gallery, you're a chef. I know you'll get this one pretty easily. Clue? I just did. Chef. Uh, we kind of figured it was food, Cookie. Beef and lobster, also known as surf and turf. Surf and turf. Oh. So, <laughs> no, I, I, I think that one doesn't count, Kevin. What? Uh-huh. Terrible. Thank you. This is the night you would love to have some poor woman save you. Uh, the night of giving up and cringing in submission. Servitude? No. I'll say it again. The night of giving up. Surrender. Surrender is correct. Thank you, Kevin. The Knight of Outwitting, Outplaying, 
and outlasting. Surviving. Survivor is correct. Yes. <laughs> the night. No. This game sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The, no, that doesn't begin with sir. <laughs> the night of melting clock faces. Salvador Dali was one of his astute apprentices. Oh. What was surrealism? Surrealism is correct. Thank you, Kevin. And finally, the night of unexpected celebration. Surprise. Thank you. It's a oh! party. Yay! <laughs> really? Yes, five to two <laughs> in Kevin's favour. Thank you very much for and playing. I even cheated on one of those. Woo-hoo! You did. Why wasn't I allowed to play that one? I would have whooped it. Quiet, you. <laughs> we'll be bringing back Nick in a few more moments we'll here on the, the corner. Cubby House uh-huh. with uh, the Kink Corner. If only Nick would be more circumspect. <laughs> <laughs> We're on the Cubby House on Joy 94.9. Now, I would like to pose this question to you while you're listening tonight. Uh, What duties would you hold a Mr. Australasia Bear winner accountable for? You can get hold of us via SMS 0427 Joy 949, email onair at joy.org.au, or you can join us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the Cubby House, or join us on Twitter at the Cubby House with the hashtag CHProject. And we do believe... We're going to unlock the Peanut Gallery's microphone for this segment. Be careful what you're wearing. You never know what you're asking for here on the Kink Corner. Welcome, Nick. Good evening, Cookie. And what pay do we want to ask you tonight? Oh, that's right. If you were in a porno, I have a funny feeling the name of your porno would be Nick Howard Does Dallas. But no, I've never been to Dallas. <laughs> do you know any man named Dallas? No, unfortunately. Oh, well, there you go. I'm sure we'll make it eventually. Okay, can we move on to something a little more interesting? I believe you've got a king corner for us, Nick. <laughs> yes, yes, I do. Tonight, I'm just going to, strangely for me, briefly talk about limits. What? Limits. Why strange for you? Because I used the term briefly talking <laughs> about something as opposed to rambling on for half an hour. <gasps> Continue. Wow, that would be a shock. <laughs> now who's the peanut gallery? All right. So, basically what I wanted to talk about was, like I've said now four times, limits. And by that I don't mean specifically in the sexual connotation, even though this is kink corner. Everyone talks about limits and a lot of people I've encountered are saying that they don't have any. Which I I find is quite a disturbing trend that seems to be coming out. Because people don't seem to be thinking as much about what they're prepared to do and what they're not prepared to do and how to keep themselves safe. (laughs) So a a limit obviously would be, for instance, being killed, for instance. Well, yes, you know, that that would definitely be a hard limit, you know, for a lot of people, something you would never do. But um, with limits, it can be anything from, you know, no sex on the first date right through to any, like, things in the sexual connotation where, you know, you're happy for someone to tie you up or you're not happy for someone to tie you up. It's really important for people to sit down and have a think about what they're willing to do in certain situations. So are you saying that the people that say, oh, I have no limits, just lack imagination? Not necessarily. It's possible that people don't actually think ahead on a lot of these things because they may just get caught up in how you know, interested they are in a situation and how they want to experience new things. And it's more, I'm more talking about self-awareness 
and things like that, as opposed to, you know, someone saying, oh, I never want to try this or, you know, saying I want to try everything. You need to be aware of, you know, what your body is capable of, what you're emotionally capable of and things like that. And it ranges everything from, you know, you're going to meet someone new. So are you happy if you've spoken to them online and you've never met them face to face? Are you happy to go straight to their house or is at a limit for you where you want to meet them somewhere public first? Are you happy to jump straight into bed or in the scene with them? Or is it more important to you to get to know a person and, you know, develop a little bit of trust first? And, you know, there are no wrong answers in these situations. It's Yes, I'm looking at you. Yes, there are definitely some wrong answers when it comes to limits. But how does one discuss that? Because by, by the way you're talking about, it's about discovering your own limits before you even get to that conversation with your sexual partners and talking about your limits with them. Yes, all right, so how does one go about discovering their own limits? See, that's a hard one. Well, what are some of the ways that you would suggest people go about finding their own limits? Talk to others. Like, learn from people who have more experience in an area. Like, if you want to try something like flogging or spanking or something like that, talk to people who have an interest in it or who have experience in it. Find out more about it. Something else which I found is also uh, go and read a few books, particularly a good one which I can suggest is SM101, which gives a general overview, particularly in the kink world, as to how some people approach elements of kink life. And also another great way is to lean on your community because chances are there will be seminars that people host regularly on different types of events. Look around in your community for what seminars are being held. Go along. You might find something that you had no idea had to do with that particular topic exactly can i put you on the spot for a quick second here nick Mm -hmm. how do you also deal with limits in regards to a limit being uh, ever evolving so when i go into a scenario i may have set myself a limit which me personally i have done in the past Um, but once i get into the scenario i find myself trusting the person that i'm with i guess is is the way here and i feel that i possibly may go more how do you deal with an ever evolving limit once the situation comes out and about sorry to put you on the spot No, that's fine, because there's actually a a good point with that one. When you get to things like within a scene where you set a safe word, or you can use the traffic light system, which is green, you know, go for gold, orange, you know, that's, that's enough for now, sort of slow down, or red, which is stop. You can use that in conjunction with, like, your scene-ending safe word, which are things like pineapple or asparagus, which have no place within the scene or anything like that. They're very obvious. But if people have got more questions, because I'm running out of time, you are. feel free to send a message through to these guys and I'm going to be beginning a blog yeah beginning a blog so that I can answer questions a lot easier and in more detail and give people access to resources and things that they can look at one thing that is important that you briefly touched on is that it is okay to be flexible on some limits but know that you always have the option to say no Mm. Yes. Consent can be removed at any time throughout an event. Absolutely. Mm. You have control. You can say stop. Thank you very much, Nick, for King Corner. You are on the Cubby House. And you're with the Cubby House, joined this week by the Brisbane's president... Colin McHale. It's Mr. Brisbane's president. Yes, we can't forget my title. It's, yeah, well, why have we dragged him in here? <laughs> Apart from the fact that he just wanted to hang around after all the celebrations of the hibernation events. Yes, he did survive. Well done. Of yes. course I did. I had a very good southern hibernation. Congrats to Vic Bears. 
But Brisbane has got something really exciting coming up around the corner, doesn't it? We certainly do. And we'll get to that in a moment. And on the Cubby House Joy 94.9, we did drag Mr. Colin McHale, President of Brisbane's in. And Kevin, I cut you off abruptly. <laughs> I apologise. Yeah, spankings for you later. So for those who may not have heard your question, what did you ask? Why did we bring you on, Colin? Well, we brought me on to discuss the up-and-coming Northern Exposure 2013. That's one that I'm not supposed to call Nexpo, right? Oh, jeez, Kevin. <laughs> I, <laughs> just I love sipping. doing that to you. All right, so what's happening with Nexpo? You've actually got something really interesting happening. You've got on the weekend before it, right? Yeah, well, this year, uh, Brisbane's is celebrating its 20th year. We are um, one of the oldest clubs in Australia. Um, so we're hitting 20 this year. So we thought we'd uh, introduce a couple of new events and also uh, extend our Northern Exposure event. So this year, we are introducing on the 12th and 13th of October what we've entitled Beach Bear Weekend. Kevy put, Ke- uh, Cookie put his hand up before, so let, let's let him interrupt. I was going to say, you youngins, you're like 10 years younger than I am. <laughs> yes, well, <laughs> very true, very true. Um, so basically, we're taking a weekend away um, up to the Sunshine Coast. We've hired out uh, one of the resorts up there, along with uh, some rooms at a resort close by. And uh, we're having a tea dance party, an old-fashioned tea dance party in the afternoon. Tea, so tea dance is like everybody brings high tea? Yes, that's exactly what it is, Cookie. Yes, Cookie, make sure you bring your high tea set. I want to see you there with your high tea set. That's right. Uh, So your tea dance party is basically your afternoon party. So we're starting the party around four in the afternoon um, and heading on through till about 10 or 11 at night on the poolside because we're Queensland. We can do things out near pools and in the open air and our uh, guests won't freeze. Uh, oh, oh, I don't know. <laughs> no, they, they'll just melt or burn. Oh, Kevin, I swear you won't melt if you come up to Queensland once in your life. I will if I jump in the pool. <laughs> so, yeah, that's happening and we have exciting, we'll have one of our local DJs on uh, to start off our evening and then we'll be wrapping our evening up with DJ Matt Effect from, uh, from Sydney. Very excited to have him up uh, for that event. Awesome. So then after that, you're actually kicking off the full week of next, which starts from the 14th to the 20th of October. Now, what happens on Monday the 14th? What kicks it all off? Kicks it all off with Bears Balls Out Bingo. Uh, <laughs> really? Really. Sounds like a porn title. To <laughs> um, it's going to be a lot of fun uh, having a bit of a bingo night to kick off on the Monday night, which falls into the first day of our themed events. Our themed events are around the seven beardly sins this year and Monday being greed so that's our first event is our Bears Balls Out Bingo Um, coming along on the Tuesday night is our barbecue an all you can eat barbecue um, at one of our local restaurants up in... uh, in Hold on, you're having a barbecue for bears all you can eat? All you can eat the venue was most excited (laughs) about that. Oh so gluttonous (laughs) It is oh so gluttonous Mitch is obviously our Tuesday theme. Hang on is is the all-you-can-eat an option or a challenge? 
well, uh, each bear can take it the way they want, but the <laughs> venue has been prepared. Thank you, Peanut Gallery. <laughs> uh, what happens on Wednesday? Wednesday is Screen Envy, obviously touching into the Envy uh, Sin there, um, where we're off to see Sin City 2 with a disclaimer, this cannot be confirmed until the end of June. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't say fast enough, but anyway. Um, from, our, uh, from the venue that we're hosting that at, obviously they haven't released all of the titles yet, but mm. it is looking hopeful that that will be Sin City 2 for our movie on uh, our Screen Envy night. <laughs> Um, which brings us over to Thursday, where we've got two events on, our strike bowling afternoon, um, and then our evening um, is Cabaret, which is a brand new event, which we are very excited about. All bears, all hair, all night on stage. <laughs> all jazz. Ah! All bears. So and think all of- that jazz. <laughs> Thank you. And um, that is wrath, isn't it? That is a wrath-themed day. I have to ask, how is it wrathy? Well, a lot of the program that we have preliminary put together contains a lot of wrath themes so um You'll have to come along to experience it, Kevin. Uh, We will not be announcing any of the actual program prior to the event. We're holding that one fairly close to our chest. Uh, But there are a few surprises in store, that's for sure. All right. Well, I'm sure we've got through the week events. I'm sure we'll get to the weekend events at the uh, tail end of this coming song. joined in the studio by the Mr. Brisbane's president, Colin McHale, to give us a wrap-up as to what's coming up in the later half of the week with the Bear Run Northern Exposure. Excellent cookie. So we left off on Thursday night. Friday offers us some great uh, changes. Um, we have Body Lust, which is the first time we've had such an event in Brisbane, um, which is your typical um, match-up to something like uh, bear soup that you guys have down here. Yep. Um, then we have our Under Bear on the Friday evening. Which is always a big event. It is a big event. So we've moved it to Friday this year. The whole um, change around of Northern Exposure this year has allowed both locals and interstate to get the most out of it. So the locals don't really need to take any time off work. The events during the week will allow them to get home in enough time to get into bed and get off to work. And rest up for the weekend events. And then the weekend is really bringing on the partying with Underbear on Friday night. Um, Saturday, we're heading over to Oktoberfest, which we've (laughs) nicely titled Oktoberfest. So we've uh, got in touch with the organisers there and uh, they're happy for us to round off a few tables for our um, bear friends who are coming up and uh, take the most of those celebrations because Saturday is obviously our Pride Day. Yes, Kevin? What happens if you don't like beer? Well, then you come along and enjoy all of the bears in Lederhausen because, trust me, it's a sight to see. Uh, My partner owns them and wears them all the time. (laughs) Well, perhaps this is some other people that you can (laughs) see in there. (laughs) No cookie. There'll be no photos. Um, So then on Saturday evening, um, which I'll touch on a little bit after I just finish the um, events, we're also launching our very first Mr. Bear Queensland. Dump, dump, dump. Also, that's like a disaster call, Kevin. You're supposed to do fanfare for that. Dun-dun. 
<laughs> um, so Saturday's obviously titled our is our Pride Sin Day, and then Sunday is our Sloth Day, where we do our recovery at Wet Fur Pool Party, um, as well as our Bears Farewell, um, which we are taking uh, back to one of its old forms. Um, but we always do encourage re- drinking responsibly. Well done. Um, but I would like to touch on Mr. Bear Queensland for a moment, if I can. So it is the first time you're running a Queensland Bear competition. A Queensland-wide bear competition has been the first time. It's our inaugural Mr. Bear Queensland. Um, We're opening our competitor entries in the next week. Um, They'll head up on our website and also on our Facebook page um, with the intention that Queens... uh, Sorry, Briz Bears um, will start representing Queensland, obviously down here at Southern Hibernation. Um, there has been a few years where we haven't represented, um, and we'd like to sort of solidify that entry. Um, so our winner will be uh, granted prizes and accommodation and flights and such, all to be confirmed, um, with our sponsors to head down here to Southern Hibernation next year and represent. Now, you're also putting a unique spin on winning the title. There are obligations for winning the title. Yes. Um, Mr. Bear Queensland, as part of um, the title, um, which we're confirming tomorrow night at one of our Northern Exposure Committee meetings, um, will be some obligations. Obviously, this is a voluntary um commitment from the winner so the obligations aren't going to be too profound and time consuming however one of their big obligations is actually coming down to southern hibernation and should they not be able to attend southern hibernation because sometimes work commitments don't allow for it um, and such then that obviously that responsibility will move on to our first runner-up along with that we do have some initiatives up in queensland that we're trying to move forward um, one of them being a forum such as um uh, we're calling Cave of Worms, so we're getting people talking about different things. Um, they will be responsible for coming along and representing Queensland. Uh, Vic- Sorry, <laughs> getting confused with all my bear clubs. Uh, Briz Bears at that event as well. Um, so they will sort of become the face of uh, the Briz Bears name, um, appearing in our marketing and stuff like that moving forward. Um, Nicely done. You know, and getting the bear community as well as a greater um, com- gay community, I'm just going to call it because the acronyms change so much. Um, because, you know, we are more than just us. All right. So where can people find out more information about uh, this next? Uh, as always, you can head along directly to our Brisbane's website, which is brisbears.org.au and click on the Northern Exposure link or directly to nex2013.com. We'll take you directly to the Northern Exposure and Beach Bear links. Awesome. Well, thank you very much. You're going to stick around with us and go through a few more things? Of course I am. Excellent. Because on the phone coming up, we'll grab the Vic Bears president, Mr. Pete Undy, on the phone to talk about how hibernation has been, and particularly the judging uh, for the competition on the Cubby House. And on the line, we have Mr. Vic Bears president, Peter Undy. How are you? I'm very well, thanks, um, Cookie. <laughs> I was really surprised. I thought you would never get to the end of that sentence, Cookie. Uh, thank you very much. Now, we've got you on tonight, Peter, because uh, it seems every year uh, the competition becomes a little bit too competitive and a lot of people have their opinions as to who should have won, why they should have won, why they didn't win, so forth and so on. So we specifically asked you on uh, to clarify 
what is involved in the judging of Mr. Australasian Bear Title? Okay, it's pretty convoluted. It, um, this is the first year I've actually done it myself. So uh, I've got a real insight into how it actually works and that sort of thing. To start with, there are five judges, and uh, the only set person on that is the president of Vic Bears every year and also the previous year's winner. We then get another three people from the different bear clubs around Australia just to change it up and make it fairer. The other thing they also get is in every session, voting session, which is three of them on the night, we get one person from the uh, audience and they give their thoughts. So in actual fact, there's six people voting on each one to give a decisive um, view across the whole spectrum. So when does the judging actually start? Um, the Friday night uh, at MIRAC, the... They get points for how much money they actually sell with the raffle tickets, which means that they've got to get out and sell themselves and um, really kind of raise some money and meet the crowd and that sort of stuff. So they've got to really work, work the room in many different ways. So that's just uh, the people observing and just having a look at what it is. The next um, thing is the following morning, the Saturday morning, which is a private interview, which uh, we have five questions raising, talking about what they do, uh, who they are, and what sort of commitment they have with the community. From so from what I understand, from. you get each of the contestants in in front of a panel of the judges, yes. and you ask the questions, and you score them based on the answers that they give to these five questions. Yep. That's part of it. So that's the second stage. And on the Mr. Australia Bear Contest, there's three segments, which um, all um, range from just how they present impact, um, their fantasy um, um, uh, routine for the night, that, that thing. So all in all, they're marked in four different areas, um, plus the fundraising. So by the sounds of it, there's a heavy um, requirement for community work or community focus for the individual. Definitely. And also just how they could actually bring in new people, encouraging it. Like, for instance, if there's a new person standing around that you saw at your local haunt, how would you introduce them or bring them into the group? Okay, a bit of a controversial question for you. Okay, let's go. At any point in time, does it come down to what the person looks like? Do muscle bears have an advantage over everyone else? Okay. Um, not in the scoring. Definitely not. Now, having said that, being looking through and working through it, you've got your like, you, everybody's got their individual likes and um, dislikes. So I found that I was definitely drawn to certain people as their personality and the way they look um but that wasn't a highlight for you that's not what sold it for you no not at all all right the ones that i normally voted for were ones who were very Shh, clear in the way that know, they worked within the community and what they um were trying to improve within their community all right colin what about yourself did 
a muscle bear or any sort of context come into play for you? Um, look, I'm not going to say a muscle bear came into play with me, but anyone in the community and anyone in life, if they say that um, looks does not come into what they, how they uh, are attracted to people or are drawn to people, I think they're fooling themselves. But in that regard, I think we also have to take a step back and go, you know, Vic Bears has asked, you know, four people beyond their president to come and judge. And these four people are... are let's say, outstanding in their community. They've, they've stepped up to the mark. And I, I guess we have to put our trust in the fact that these four people, and I know personally, myself and the other people on the on the panel, uh, I would have, I put my trust in that, you know, whilst looks do come into things at, at times, we are professional enough in our duties that that wasn't the judging. And it certainly wasn't on a score sheet that was in front of me, you know, does this person, you know, you know is their looks going to things? So they're certainly not judged on that in that regard. So having said that looks aren't an issue, do you believe an individual's confidence can be altered by their body image and how they feel about their body? Well, 100%, but that's coming back to confidence on their own part. I mean, we saw some, you know, the guys up on stage there, as far as I was concerned, their their body images were all fantastic. They all showed great confidence, which made every single one of them far more attractive. You know, obviously, if someone gets up there who doesn't have a good body image of themselves, their confidence is not going to be as high. The other side to that also is that the judges... um the three judges aren't known by anyone until the Saturday night when they're presented. And we observe all the contestants over the week. So we get a good look at what, um, not what they present on stage, but how they conduct themselves during the week Excellent. as well. Thank you very much for coming on and having a chat with us and clarifying that. Not a problem. Thanks for having me. One- and congratulations on a wonderful <laughs> Southern hibernation. Indeed. Congratulations. No worries. Thank now, you. All the boys did a great job. Before I leave you, I'm going to pose this question to you. Yep. Uh, is there a duty held accountable to the winner of Mr. Australasia Bear, officially? Okay. Um, the winner gets travel to and the financial support to get to uh, and represent uh, Australasia Bears or the Bear Clubs to an international, not an international, to Bear Runs. So what we would be encouraging, I've already spoken to um, the current uh, winner, Lucy Earn, um, to come over to all the different clubs and actually promote the clubs and um, also just the Sash Bear Southern Hibernation Mr Australia contest. So um, we expect him and uh, he's already given commitment to return to Melbourne and Sydney and whoever wants. And it has to be balanced. He works, so it really has to boil down to when he's available and those sort of things. Excellent. Sounds like he's got a great community focus, and I look forward to seeing oh, what he'll come up with in the next year. Okay. Awesome. Thanks a lot, fellas, for having me on. Have Thanks, Pete. Thank you, Pete. You're on oh. the Cubby House. We would like to thank very much the Brisbane's president, if I haven't said him enough, Mr. Colin McHale, for joining us in the studio tonight. That's fine. Thank you, Cookie, very much for having me on board. And again, before we wrap up, I want to have a, show a huge thank you to Vic Bears. Once again, they've put on a phenomenal event down here. I, I cannot speak highly enough of this event. It was just so fantastic. And everyone that I certainly was chatting to was having a blast um, at Southern Hibernation. So once again, congratulations. 
Thank you very much. I'll be looking forward to see what their uh, final outcome is for how much they will be able to donate and how much they're holding back for uh, Bearheart as well. Correct. Now, before you go, we've always posed a question to our guests at the end of the night, and tonight is no exception. However, the question is different. The question for tonight, <laughs> we've given you a Did good you think you would get hour away with to it? think of this one. I've completely forgotten about this whole question thing. Wow, we warned you. All right. If you did porn, what would the title of your movie be? All furry, all night. Ooh. Okay. okay. <laughs> really? Yeah. Right, why not? Right. All right. Well, thank you very much. And where can people find out more information about the the sorry next? Not what I was going to call it. <laughs> uh, as always, head to brisbears.org.au or directly onto uh, nex. 2013.com and again before I go thank you to yourself Kevin and Cookie for having me on uh, for this uh, for this segment. Now we have also been asking the question what duties would you hold a Mr. Australasian Bear winner accountable for? We've had a brilliant answer from uh, Craig from Tassie Bears he says Mr. Australasian Bear winners should promote acceptance, tolerance and breaking down of the barriers found within the gay community and I love that answer because it's not just the bear community, it's the gay community Correct. Well done. Brilliant answer, Craig. So thank you very much to all the people who answered. You can get hold of us at any time throughout the week at facebook.com forward slash the cubby house. We are also on Twitter at the cubby house with the hashtag CH project and stay tuned. Next week, we bring you the all stars. Oh, Cubby oh, House. Da, 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 da. Thank you very much for fanfare. And yes, we'll be bringing back all our regular commentators guests everything into one final show for your listening extravaganza pleasure for tonight i'm cookie and i'm kevin we're the cubby house and stay tuned for christian and the vixen hour coming up right after this Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.